Hello everyone, welcome to Bashaw Podcast. I am your host, Apostle Purdue. It is an honor to be here. I am so sorry that I um didn't do it yesterday. Cause I'm not gonna lie to y'all, I was in church. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I was in church um listening to my um my leader. And it was it was deep. The service was so deep. Oh my God. Mm, mm, The service was so deep. Oh my God. And I'd like to invite you all to go to Malawi sometime. I'm gonna put some of the links up in the description box and go to Malawi. And just 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 been in the presence of our leader is is phenomenal i um this show i really don't call it a show it's a podcast is taken from his teachings uh, teachings out of, out of the barack that the lord had given him to write the daily devotions and i am so glad i really am and also some of the teachings would be taken out of the book the jesus nation that the lord had him to write so I'm expri- I'm excited. La- yesterday, we're doing the whole week. The whole weekend was the launch of the Jesus Nation, and I am so honored to be a part of it. When I tell you I am so honored to be a part of it, I am so honored to be a part of the Jesus Nation. And a lot of people do not understand what the Jesus Nation is all about, but I got the book, and I'm going to be doing some teachings. I'm going to also put the link where you all can listen to some of the teachings. It is, when I tell you, it is phenomenal of what God is doing. And, and I will say this much. God is raising up a nation. He's raising up a nation that he's going to put the people in position. Not man, but he's going to put it in position. Like the media, with all the fake news and all the foolishness. God is going to shift that on out and put born-again leaders that are going to produce good news. Journalists is going to produce good news. Um, Educationals. They're going to be prophets that are educational prophets that God is going to bring in that's going to teach the people. Not so much biblical, but anything. They're going to teach the people. Um... Like me, for example, I am a prophetess. I have the calling of the apostleship, but I am a minister of health. I am a prophetess of health. I teach on health. I education people. I educate people on health. This is what God is doing. God is raising this up. Finances, banks, and everything. God is going to remove all the crooks. And put people in there that's going to do right by the people. Politicians. God is going to do, God is going to move the old politicians out. And put the politicians in there that he won't. If you know what the Bible says, I think it's in the book of Acts. Where it says, find me seven businessmen that are full of the Holy Spirit. That's what he's talking about. So God is doing some things and I am so proud to be a part of the Jesus Nation movement. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Let us go into the Word of God. 
and I'm going to be doing two classes at one because I missed yesterday. So I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be doing them together. Take the time to plan. Scripture, Sunday, the 2nd of January. The theme, take time to plan. Scripture of the day. But don't begin until you count the cost. For who will begin to conduct a building without first calculating the cost to see if there's enough money to finish it? Luke, the 14th chapter, verse 28. It says, the message, it says, let me bring it on down. Okay, the message. To succeed in life, you must learn to plan. Planning is the thought process of everything. It is the thinking through the whole process required before doing something. And, and I'm going to stop right there. That's so true. You have to plan. I have seen a lot of people that, that they just jump out there and do something without even planning. And it's like, are you serious? You are headed for a shipwreck. Are you serious? Are you serious? When an active is well planned, when an activity is well planned, it is easy to prepare and execute. People who plan are people who are well prepared. The Bible says, "Now the, fest the, the festival, the festival of the unleavened bread has arrived. When the Passover lamb is sacrificed, Jesus sent Peter and John ahead and said, "Go." And prepare the Passover meal so we can eat it together. Luke, the 22nd chapter, verses 7 through 8. When Jesus was about to be crucified, he had a celebration, the Passover. Jesus sent two of his disciples to go ahead, to go ahead of them and prepare for the Passover. He prepared for it. He prepared. And like I said, there are so many people, they just jump. And do things. I was listening at my um my leader on last night, and something that he said was so profound. He said, "I'm working on another master's degree." He said, "The Jesus Nation is a nation of education. We are a nation that are educated. We learn the basics." And then once we learn the basis, we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us. And that is so profound. I've seen preachers, they don't want to get educated. They want to stick at the same thing. They don't want to learn nothing. Only thing people want to do is go preach and do this and do that. And, it, it, and what God is saying, that is not the way. Something that he said um, the other, last night, he said preachers, people are so used to people speaking in tongues. And he said, but there's a time and place for that. Get educated. Learn the world system. Educate yourself. I am so glad that I got educated. I am so glad that even now I am still learning. I was sharing on my uh, other podcast. I am in a process. I, I already have my professor's degree. But I'm in a process. I, I am in a process of being a crystal surgeon. Now, before anybody hooping and hollering about, oh, that's of the devil. No, it isn't. 
man has messed that up. But my teacher, who is a born-again Christian, she is a crystal surgeon. And she operates on people all the time using those crystals. Man have turned what God created for good, have turned them into bad. So I'm in a process of getting my master's degree, bachelor's, both masters on crystal surgery. I'm in a process of getting ready to relocate out of the country. And I, I was sharing on my, uh, my, my talk show that I want to create a farm pharmacy. And you might say, well, what is a farm pharmacy? A farm pharmacy is where doctors are sending their patients to the farms and the people are getting the foods that they need for what their problems are let that food be that medicine that is going on right now in california in california excuse me educate yourselves learn You got people, you know, and, sp- and this is what I love about I, I love about my leader. He pushes us to get educated. I was reading something, well, I was looking on TV, where, and I did not know this, but where water has power. People don't think that, but it does. And they show where scientists has three three uh, uh, religions Christians Muslims and Buddhists and Buddhists and the Christians they prayed over the water scientists taking a drop of water and put it up under the microscope and you could see the crystals growing they did the same thing for the other two religions they seen the crystals growing water has water is water is real our bodies are made up with water that that that's that's science that's science so what God is saying, start preparing yourself. Start making a plan. Stop worrying about when Jesus is coming. We know that he's coming. But start preparing for what's going on now. Oh, glory. This is good. This is good. This is good. This is good. Before every year ends, I always take the church leadership into a time of prayer and planning for the following year. And he's telling the truth. My leader is telling the truth. They bring in all the leaders. Last Yesterday, like I said, I wasn't able to be there. I wish that I would have. But I wasn't able to be there. But guess what? When he called on all the national leaders. And all the directors. He called them up for prayer. For prayer. And he said, I want you to bring your Bibles. And he prayed over us. I was watching on, I was watching on the, on the, um, on the screen. And he was saying, this go for everyone that are in leadership. He prayed for us. 
Why? Because we ask the Holy Spirit to lead us. We ask the Holy Spirit to help us. You don't, let me share something with you. There, it's just like uh, uh, chicken noodle soup. It's just like chicken noodle soup. You don't always have the same taste all the time. You got to add a little something. You got to tweak a little something. Well, that's where it is. And I love that part when he said, before the year ends, listen to it. Before the year ends, I always take the church leadership into a time of prayer and planning for the following year. When God commands us to win souls, he assures us that we have a great equipment, proper media pastors in place and everything that is needed to assure that his will is done. As believers, we need to plan exactly. We pray and we plan. We, we must take our plans back to God and assure that our plans are with, is in his purpose. Pastors don't want to do that. What they want to do is go and, and and preach, and that's it. They don't want to do that. I was listening at him how, uh, maybe some of you all know about um, Hubert Angel. We call him the Angel. He's out of London. He is the, he is the godfather of my leader, Prophet Shepherd Bashuri. And I remember... Prophet Shepherd Bashuri telling him, we call him Major One because he's a major prophet. And I remember him telling the people, he said, when I first came into this, I did not know nothing. He said, but when I was set up under leadership, he said, that's when my ministry started blossom and growing. Right now, if you go on his on his page on um Facebook. He has over 4 million followers on Facebook. On YouTube, he has over 500,000. 500, on Twitter, he has a lot. But the biggest network is the prophetic channel. That is the biggest network. And he was saying how his spiritual father said, look, let me show you how to set up your, your, your TV network. He taught him he planned, how he planned. And now he's teaching us, and I'm trying to teach you all. Plan. Plan. Take it to God. God give you instructions. So, okay, God, here's the plan. And wait on God to give you the approval. Don't you go before God. Wait on God to give you the approval. That's just like with what I'm doing now. When the, whole, when the Lord spoke to me, he said, I want you to teach out of the Barak. And I'm like saying, are you for real? I mean, me and God, we, you know, we, we talk like that, you know. <laughs> and the Lord said, I want you to teach out of the Barak. And he said, then I want you to teach out of the Jesus nation. So these two, these two right here is forcing me to study. It's forcing me to, to, to say, okay, God, this is right. This is right. Okay. Okay. God, I understand God. 
this is my assignment. As I'm doing what God wants me to do, he's building up Bashar. The organization. He's building it up. Only thing I have to do is sit down here in front of my microphone and just teach. And he building up. That's what God is singing. I, I love this. We pray and we plan. We must take our plans back to God and assure our plans is in line with his purpose. Yes, we depend. I want y'all listen to this. Yes, we depend on God all things. But that does not mean that we are exempt from proper planning. That's the key. Proper planning. If you're getting to start up a business, sit down and properly plan it. Don't just jump out there, but properly plan it. If you are in leadership, if you are a pastor, sit there and get you seven business people that are full of the Holy Spirit and have that time with, 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 with those seven people. Share your vision and share your plan. And then listen at them. Don't you sit there, there and take the whole thing. Listen at them because let me share something with you. A good leader is a good listener. A good leader will sit there and he or she will listen. And then they would ask, do you have any plans that we can bring this vision to flourishing? And listen to them. And then once you have listened to them, pray. And then the next time you have service, bring your leaders to the altar. And anoint them as they take on the journey to do what God has called them to do. And that is to build the church. That's scripture. Our church, our ministry, um, ECG. They are all over the world. Now I'm not ECG. I'm Bashaw. Like I say, I'm 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 on the side. <laughs> but when headquarters do not have service, ECG, the branches don't have services. I've sit there and I have given people keys to build their ministries. And some people just say, oh, okay. But then they get mad because other ministries are growing. If you plan your ministry right, you'll see it blossom. Trust me on that one.
All right, action point. Make a plan for what you want to achieve in each key area of your life this year. Take time to plan and be well prepared this year. What will your business do for God this year? What will your family do in, in the kingdom? How, how will you sow into the kingdom? List these, list these down and put them, put them where you can be reminded daily. Pray in the spirit, excellent to be in you. That's the truth. That is the truth. Now we're going to pray. Bless, I want you to repeat, repeat after me. Bless my plans, dear Lord. Give me clear godly ideas to conquer the year. Help me to discern and to decide according to your will. Father, may all my plans for this year be well executed. And may I succeed in Jesus' name. Amen. For your your further studying points, I mean further studying is Proverbs the sixth chapter. I mean, excuse me, Proverbs the sixteenth chapter, verses nine. Second Corinthians, the first chapter, seventeen. Proverbs twenty one and five. I pray that this will open up your understanding. I pray that you will see what God is trying to do. I pray, plan, your family, if you are a part of a ministry, it is your obligation to sow seed into your ministry, into the, into the ministry. It is your, it is your goal to give you tithes. But what I love about our organization is this. The Lord gave Major One something, and I have adopted it into my ministry. This is why I try to tell people, and I learned this from my father. My dad used to say all the time, he said, look, you go to different ministries and you learn and you get ideas. And then the ideas that you get, you incorporate them with your ministry. That's what most of all businessmen do, businesswomen. Why do you think they do all this networking? Can't nobody copycat off of you. It's just like if you got coffee, you add a little sugar. Well, you introduce your coffee to um, coffee creamers. But guess what? Coffee creamers have sugar, but only thing, they just add a little flavor to it. You kind of get what I'm saying. Well, that's the way that you are. You learn and you go adapt, adapt. And one of the things that he does every, every once a year, once a year, he give awards out to people that have supported his ministry. And I mean, those are some nice awards. I want to try to get one. Those are some nice awards. Then he has what they call the International Visitors Program, where people that give in, where people come every month 
and he sat down and he shared with them. This is where the ministry is going. They have the stewards. This is where the ministry is going. And every month, the International Visitors Program is, oh Lord, that thing is blocked out. Close to four to 5,000 people go. I'm planning on going. Then they have prayer on the mountains. See, America don't believe in that. They believe, well, you know, if I pray in church, no. And I'm going to do a teaching on that about going into the mountains and praying. They go in, in Africa. Africa have mountains. And they go into the mountains and pray. It's biblical. It's very biblical. All right. Now we're going into the study for today. Monday, January the 3rd, a fruit for every wound. Scripture of the day. Lord children are inheritance of the Lord. And the fruit of the womb is his reward. Psalms 127 verse 3. Mess message. Fulfillness is the original mandate of creation. God assured, assured that everything he has made could reproduce, multiply, and replenish. He also gave authority to man. Genesis, Genesis excuse me, 1 and 8. The piano said, children are an heritage to the Lord. And the artetic means the heritage in a special or individual possession. Antarctic, thank you. Something like Antarctic. Children are a gift from God created in his image. The fruit, the fruit of the womb, before, therefore, is a system God uses to continue the legacy of creation. This principle of fruitfulness goes beyond just physical children, but also through leadership, mentors, evangelists for the kingdom of God. Now, I want to stop there. A lot of people do not understand this, but I'm going to kind of break it down. And I learned this from the late Miles Monroe. He said that in your home, now I want y'all to listen to this. In your home, you have the mother and the father and the children. The father is the CEO. The mother is the president. The elders, that means the oldest, is the vice president. And the rest of the siblings are the directors. Okay. In that home is where you train your children. It's just like running a business. You train your children. Now, some people have trained their children, you know, to be preachers just like them. And, you know, like, I, 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 I don't have no problem with that. 
but a lot of people are running behind the, you know, the leaders, you know, when my mom was a preacher, my dad was a preacher, my grandma was a preacher, all that type of stuff. Me, I don't have a problem with that, but are, did God ordain you or did you, or are you just doing it because, of, you know, it's in the bloodline? Now, in my family, I have five daughters. Two of my daughters are prophets. One of my daughters is a seer. My other two daughters are teachers. And one of my daughters, I have to laugh at her sometime, but she have a way of looking at you with those eyes. And it's like, girl, would you please quit it? But she'll look at you with those bold eyes. And if you don't see a crack of smile, you know, you know, it's, it, 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 this is serious. This is what God is saying. They didn't, they didn't come out, the, they didn't duplicate after me. Because I had her tell me one time, she said, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah. She said, did God call you to be a preacher or did you take it up because grandma and great-grandma were preachers? I said, no. I never wanted to follow in their footsteps, and I'm not going to lie about that. No. But I did. When the man of, which called, when, I, when, when God called me to be an apostle, Maybe some of you all know about Apostle David E. Taylor, the face-to-face -face prophet. Apostle Taylor came to me in a vision, and he gave the scripture, but I didn't jot it down, but I remember it. I remember it. Where in the Bible where Jesus says, I have called you to be an apostle, to carry out my word. And then after that, Apostle laid his hands on me in the vision. Well, the same thing with Major One. I have had dreams of him coming to me in the vision and talking to me and telling me this, 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 and this. That was God. And so when my daughter asked me that, I didn't get mad at her. I said, no, I understand what you're saying. Trust me, I do. Trust me, I do. All right. This principle. Okay, I'm going to read this again. This principle of fruitfulness goes beyond the physical children, but also goes through leadership, mentors, and evangelism of the kingdom of God. When Jesus led the disciples, they became the fruit results. Of his anointing and leadership. Now. That is so true. The anointing transferred. I was looking at. When I was watching it last night on TV. And there was a guy. And, and, and the prophet said. You are a prophet. And he said yes. He said I want y'all to give me some oil. He said. The manna. That is up on me. It's going to fall on you. And 
I understood that because my former apostle, he used water when he prayed for people. And I had people to laugh at me. I really did. I had people to make fun of me about that. Or oh, you trying to be like him. But they did not know that the mantle was transferred to me. So when I pray for people, I use water. In the book of Ezekiel, it says, use that water that I may be clean. That's the word. I've had a lot of preachers to fight with me on that. That's not what the word of God says. Look, I know what the word of God told me. And that's what I listen to is the word of God. The mantle will fall up on you when you're under great leadership. That mantle will fall. And I'm so I'm so grateful. Even down to 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 my leader, Apostle David e. Taylor, the face-to-face -face prophet. And a lot of people kick on this. This is why he, he stays so angry, and which I can understand. Because people, you know, it's one thing what people gotta learn. You wasn't there when God called that person. So you cannot talk or say what God didn't do. When Apostle Taylor came out with the face-to-face -face prophet, people laughed at that man. Oh, they laughed. But me, I have seen God in the clouds. I have seen him. And I know that I ain't fake. I remember one time I was outside and I seen the lion of Judah. The lion formed into the cloud. And I was talking to a friend of mine and she said, girl, get off my phone. You don't realize what God is doing. One day, about three years ago, I was in, I was in the living room and the Lord said, go outside. I went outside and I looked up into the clouds and I seen his face again. He said, go back in the house. You're going to have a phone, a, a message. I came back in and there was a message from one of the queens out of South Africa. She was apologizing to me for some things that she had done to me. People are afraid to experience God. I was doing a video this past weekend, and I kept seeing something flicker. I'm like, I know I ain't got no flies in here. What is going on? And you can see the angels flickering around. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and I told the people, I said, yeah, yeah, the, the angels up in here. God is real. But you got to want to experience the supernatural power of God.
And when you're under that leadership, see, people want to build churches. They want to build a mega church just because they got sort of they have money. No, 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 no. In my organization, I don't build no church. Mm-mm. I let God do the building. I work for Him. I was asked to 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 put a church here in my city. And I was talking to my daughters, and they said, Mommy, don't do it. And even when I talked, I prayed about it, and the Lord said, Don't do it. Don't put, don't put, don't put, don't put the ministry in America. I'm leading you out of America. And I said, Okay. We sing the song where he leads, I will follow. But when God leads you out of, out, of, out of somewhere, you have a nerve to buck up to him and say, no, that's not of God. That's of you. My leader, he prays practically for most everybody that comes to the international um, um, program. He prays for everybody. So that means if there's 5,000 people in there, he's going to pray for them. Some preachers say, well, you know, we can do the collective prayer. No. You lay hands on the sick and they shall be healed. That's the word of God. Show me in the Bible where Jesus sat there and did collective prayers and, and, and all this type of stuff. When Jesus even passed by, the lady said, who touched it? He said, who touched the hem of his garment? We have got it all backwards. I'm just being honest with you. We got it all backwards. All right, here we go. When Jesus led the disciples, they became fruits, a result of his anointing, leadership, anointing and leadership. Jesus said, John 15 and 16, that we should go forth and bear fruit that lasts. As Christians, there, this is your way of life. With everything that you learn through the Holy Spirit, the word of God and your leaders in the house of God, you're all to teach others so that, that they may also grow in the spirit. Now, this is why God had me to do this. The teaching of the Parak and the Jesus nation. Because I'm, t- because I'm teaching what my leader is teaching. I have some of my, 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 my ministers, my 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 apostles and some of the bishops, we want to go for you when you go to Malawi. I have our international prophet out of uh, Pakistan. He said, let's go together. We're going. All right. I gave the formula on yesterday. Well, whenever I did the show. No, forgive me. I did it on my on, on, on Facebook Live. If you want to see your ministry grow, 
that means you got to be on your face crying out before God. I remember my former apostle. We used to have church at 3 o'clock in the mornings. And I didn't understand that, but the Bible speaks about in the wee hours of the morning, that's when God is down on the earth. And I didn't care. You know, my mom and them at the time we was living, we, we went to church. And let me share something with you. God did miraculous things at that 4 o'clock in the morning service. God did miracles. When you lay before God, fasting and praying and seeking the face of God, you will see God do over and beyond. Bashar right now is ranking close to five to six thousand, five to six thousand followers. I started Bashar. Facebook Live TV Network because what I'm doing, I'm starting it like this and then I'm going to move on up to where that we will be on TV. But I'm starting, I'm, I'm starting, I'm starting low like this now. God has a way of doing things. Let's continue on. Action point. You need to prioritize good leadership for the sake of those who look up to you and are sent to win souls to Christ. You have got to find a good leader. A good leader. That, that has his ducks in order. That is not about money. You have to find a good leader. That knows where they're going and how they're going to get there. You have to find that. And then when you find it, set up under that leadership. Go to him or her and say, look, you know, this is, this is, this is what I'm, the Lord has called me to do something. And if that leader is truly a leader, he would train you or she would train you on how to do it. It's just like I have a, a, a ministry called the Female Pastors Awards. I have over a hundred in that group. And I was going to put the, 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 Get everything done in America. And the Lord said, no. I want this out of America. I said, okay. Right now, I'm ranking 100 and some people in that group. Because that's where, that's where the Lord, that's where God got me at. You have some people say, well, there is no such thing as a, a, a female pastor. Well, I think it's either in the book of Galatians or Ephesians 1 and 2 where it says there's no, there is no difference between male or female. God called who he wants to call. 
he can call matter of fact my my leader's daughter she died she was only i think 88 years old but that little girl could prophesy and he was saying that in her honors he's going to build a school for young prophets that is about her age that god is has called So it doesn't matter. God uses whoever you want to use. If God can use a donkey to say something, why can't God use children? Everybody wants to look glamorous. Everybody wants to look cute. Everybody wants to do this, but nobody wants to get their hands dirty for the gospel. I share this all the time. Even in even in my organization. Those wives, they get out there and they work beside those husbands. They get their hands dirty. They don't be worried about how cute they look. <laughs> I had one of my daughter, one of, one of my daughters get a hold of me. I said, girl, what are you doing? She said, mama, get my hands dirty. I'm, my husband and I, we're, we're doing crusades. Get out there and do it. Get out there and do it. He that one of souls. Or wise. That's what the word says. You cannot get to heaven on good deeds. I would judge a man according to his works. That's what the word of God says. Action point. I just gave you need to prioritize good leadership for the sake of those who look up to you. You are sent to win souls to Christ. Okay. As a Christian. As a Christian. After leading people through the salvation prayer. I want to encourage you to dis discipline and nurture them. You need to intentionally build them up and help them grow. Teaching them the word of God and supporting them in intercessory prayer. And this way you will bear good fruit and it will last. I share this a lot of times. We have, there's a program called the Sale Group. And this is how a lot of churches, the ones that have adopted this, this is how they do it. They have people to come into their homes. And some of them teach out of the Barak. They really do. But they have the, 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 the lay pastors. I've had some preachers that they say, oh, there's no such thing as a lay pastor. Once again. Once again. The leader. Have got to learn they cannot lead everything. It's just like building a business. You have the CEOs. You have the presidents. And you have the vice presidents. And then you have the, the directors. Alright. This is the way it is in the body of Christ. You have the apostles, bishops, whatever you want to call them. You have them. Then you have, you bring it on down. If the wife is a minister, 
you have the women's ministries. Then you have the vice that's under the wife. And then as you bring it down, you have churches under you. Your leaders listen to you. And they duplicate what you say to do. They don't sit there and do what they want to do. They duplicate what they see you do. So, if the wife says, you know what? She talk it over her husband because that's both of their ministries. She sit there and say, you know, we need to get sister so-and-so. We need to get five women that we trust and bring them together. And we all st we start making, we start creating a literature. And then these five women, each Friday in their homes, they bring the group, they bring the women together. Once that group come and they dedicate their lives to the Lord, the next following week, another group will come. And it build on and build on and build on. Now, if you got 25 women, that 25 women is going to bring another 25 because they're going to invite their friends. It builds on. And a lot of people have adopted to the home cell group. This is how my leader has adopted. And the church right now, we're ranking in the physical right now, we're ranking close to three to almost five million. Once they bring everybody in together, it's almost close to five million. This is how they do it. You got young people. Okay, then young people. Get somebody that is full of the Holy Spirit. And have young people night. One bunch right here. I want 25. Just, I'm just using the word 25. Let's have 25 young people. We can, um, we can have little programs. Out of the church. Okay, guess what? They're going to bring their friends. And guess what? Their friends going to bring their friends. You got it. Why? Because they are adapting to leadership. But the key thing, make sure that that leader is full of the Holy Ghost. Make sure that leader, I got a brother that's out of um, Newark, Delaware, where our president is from. And it was funny how he said it, but he said it. He said, everyone that I ordained, he said, they have to spend the night in the church and begin to repent of everything that they have done. And then after they have done that, I think he said that they baptized them. They let them rededicate their lives back over again to the Lord. So that when they go out to lead, when they get those ordination papers, they remember 
what they had to do to get them. People nowadays, they're so, they want to throw ordination papers to people just like this. I was on uh, Instagram and I seen where it says, if you want to be an ordained preacher, just, just, just take, just pay this much of money, amount of money you can be it. That's wrong. That's wrong. And I want to say this. I work with an organization called Start Church. I'm going to leave their number. I'm going to put their I'm going to put their information in, in the um, description box. If you want to be ordained through Start Church, you want to start up a ministry through Start Church, I'm going to put their number, call them, give them my name, Apostle Purdue, and they will work with you. They will help you with your 501c3. They will help you get legal. They will help you. They will help you with your taxes. The pros and the cons with taxes. They will help you. I want us to go into prayer. And I want us to really, really, really pray. That God will sincerely help us. And doing the things that need to be done. And I want you to repeat after me. Heavenly Father. I thank you for today. I pray for my physical and spiritual wound. To produce good results. I come against every evil plan. To discourage me against my ability to reproduce. Holy Spirit, I win souls for the kingdom. Guide me in the way. Guide me in what I say and do. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Further, stu further study, Mark, the 11th chapter, verses 12 through 14. John, St. John, the 15th chapter, verses 2. Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, verses 4. Let God, let God, and let us win souls for the kingdom. I share this on Facebook. If you got to get out there in a park and put up a pool, set up one of those little, those little, those little pools, and baptize people, do it. I remember they had this once before uh, when I first started on Facebook. Where people are out baptizing people. If you have to do it, do it. Some churches don't baptize and, and you're wrong. You are wrong. If Jesus baptized, you baptize. Start taking Holy Communion every day. Some people say, no, you're not supposed to do that. According to the Bible. The Bible said, do this as often as remembrance of me. And I'm going to say this because this, this is the truth. If you have sex all the time, why can't you take Holy Communion? Let's be for real. If you drive every day, why can't you take Holy Communion? If you cook every day, why can't you take Holy Communion? You Come on, let's be for real. It's time 
that we get it together and start doing what God has called us to do. I'm When I tell you all, I am so grateful for my leader. I am so grateful for my leader. If you got, and, and um, I know for Pastor Taylor, they have a team. They created a team. And every Saturday they go out winning souls for Christ. That is the keys. That is the keys. Well, listen, thank you all for listening. I did two shows in one. <laughs> but thank you all for listening. I pray. I pray. That God will continue to bless you all. I pray. That God will help you all. We must fight. There are over a billion people in this world. Every Everyone should be filled with the Holy Spirit of God. It's not about looking good. That's what I love about my leaders. There's, it's not about looking good. It's not about being the trophy wife. It's not about that. It's about getting your hands dirty and bringing people into the kingdom of God. It's not about this and not about that. It's about bringing people into the kingdom of God. For Christmas, my leader, him and his wife, went out and gave food to the poor. America has poor states. My daughter have a ministry of feeding the homeless. And she was so afraid, she kind of slacked on. I said, no, you can't stop. Girl, continue on doing it. Her, one of her godmothers, because she have two godmothers, one of her godmothers told her, girl, look, this is how you God is building you to build your ministry up. But she at times gets stubborn. I don't want to do. Who give you the right to say what you want? When God calls you to do something, he calls you to do something. Who give you the right? Who give you the right? Well, listen, guys. Thank you for listening to the show. I love you all, and I will be back on tomorrow. Be blessed.